This is the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. What's going on, Tiger fans? Today is Thursday, March 16th, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. I'm your host, Drew Archer, and let's talk some ball. Well, it's a big weekend on the diamond for the Tigers. Uh, doesn't matter if we're talking baseball or softball. Both squads uh, come out of the weekend undefeated. Uh, the ladies uh, over at the softball field win the Clemson Classic. They win all four games. They move to 25-1. and one. Um, As I'm recording this, they are um, playing Charlotte. So, hopefully by the time this airs Thursday at 7 o'clock, the Tigers are 26-1. But regardless, still only one loss on the season and 3-0 in the Atlantic Coast Conference. They'll get into some more conference play this weekend, and we'll break that down here shortly. But uh, softball extends their home win streak to 23. Put a little asterisk there. Uh, Possibly 24 by the time you're hearing this. Again, that dates back to April 16th of last year against Notre Dame. So uh, we're coming up. We're coming up on the year mark. The last time that Clemson softball lost at home. Uh, We're exactly as this airs one month out from that one year mark. So great things going on over at McWhorter Stadium. Uh, And then the baseball team. They sweep Georgia State. They... uh, Keep that momentum going after those two midweek wins last week uh, after follow, uh, following to South Carolina in the rivalry series. So momentum is on the Tigers' side, and um, they're finding a way to win ball games. They sweep Georgia State. Uh, a huge comeback win that first game of the series Friday night with a walk-off grand slam by Billy Amick. We'll talk plenty about that here in a little bit. And then they defeat... College of Charleston on Tuesday in the midweek game, which um, I was listening to William Quackenbush and Brad Owens, the broadcast Tuesday for that game as I'm driving to Clemson, running a little behind. And he mentions quad one wins, and he mentions that that might be uh, activate some PTSD for some Clemson fans right now as it relates to basketball. But um, Tuesday's win against Charleston is a quad one win. Uh, They're in the 30s in RPI, Um, so it was a big win. Whether it was Clemson or or Charleston, that was a big matchup, and whoever won that game was going to have a solid win on their record. Um, Off air, before we started recording, when I had uh, Chris Phillips on from the Spurs Up show, he was kind of comparing Clemson and South Carolina's out-of-conference schedule um, Clemson by far has the more difficult out-of-conference schedule. They do a good job of scheduling talented programs that are going to set Clemson up for success uh, to test them for ACC play, but also when it comes to postseason time and the, the committee is having to make some decisions like a committee had to do just this past week with basketball. Um, the baseball program tries to make sure that 
strength of schedule is not an issue. So a uh, big win against College of Charleston. They will face them again later this season in Columbia uh, to wrap up the two-game series between the two programs. So as we stated at the top, big weekend for the Tigers. Um, six episodes, seven episodes in. I think as I'm saying this, I realize I made the wrong graphic. I'm going to go back and make another graphic. Uh, but seven episodes in. Um, this has been fun. I appreciate all the listeners. Again, if you do not follow us on social media, I don't know what you're doing. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter is our, by far our most active. And then we're releasing all of these episodes on YouTube. Um, I took last week off with YouTube. It's been a uh, it's been a chaotic month for me uh, personally and professionally. So um, all good chaos, but chaotic, chaotic nonetheless. So um, last week's episode was not up on YouTube. We're back on YouTube this week. Um, so we appreciate all those that watch on YouTube as well. So, um, and I think I figured out how to post a video on Spotify. Uh, so if you're a Spotify listener, um, check out the video version. Just don't do it while you're driving. So, um, this past week, nothing different, chaotic, busy week. I did not get to watch as much baseball and softball as I would have liked, uh, I watched absolutely zero base uh, softball this week um, and got a chance to see Friday night's uh, thrilling victory in the first game of the doubleheader Saturday. Um, unfortunately, agreed to work Saturday night before the university made the decision to make Saturday a doubleheader. So spent the better half of the day in Doug Kingsmore Stadium, then had to head back to Greenville to go do a little bit of work. So I did not get a chance to see that um, final game that gave the Tigers a sweep there. So this is probably going to be a short and sweet episode. We're going to hit the high notes, talk about some of the stats, that kind of stuff. And in the chaos that I've mentioned, I forgot to post a Twitter poll. So um, no Twitter poll this week, but it'll be back next week. So um Let's start with the ladies first. Let's talk some softball. All right, so the Tigers hosted three teams this past weekend. Bryant, UNC Greensboro, and Jacksonville for the Clemson Classic. Um, the Tigers had a chance to play um, all three. They ended up playing, uh, this, let me see, UNCG twice, um, but... They opened up the Classic on Friday with a doubleheader and then turned around and played a doubleheader again Saturday due to the weather uh, in Clemson for Sunday. So I will say one bright spot with these doubleheaders and no games on Sunday. Sunday was a, a nice day to, to cook a pot of chili, sit on the couch, watch some, some movies, Watch the basketball selection show. Sorry to bring that up, Tiger basketball fans. But um, there is a bright spot there um, with no baseball or softball on Sunday. Which, as I'm saying that, uh, the weather's not looking spectacular for this Friday as well. So, could see some schedule changes for baseball and softball this week. 
uh, for Friday. So we could get another uh, doubleheader on Saturday, but we'll see. So Friday, uh, the first of the doubleheader, the Tigers face Bryant in game one. That game was run ruled. The Tigers won that 10 to 1. Uh, Clemson opened up the afternoon with a dominating 10 to 1 run rule victory over Bryant before concluding the evening with a 3 to nothing win in game two over UNCG. They defeated uh, UNCG 3 to nothing. Thompson started in the circle for her fifth complete game of the season. Uh, she struck out eight batters on her way to winning her eighth game. And this is this is insane stat right here. So with that performance there, she helps push the Tigers and their five pitchers that have seen action so far this season in the circle to maintain a .94 ERA or lower. So every pitcher on Clemson's staff there below a one ERA um, in the team's ERA currently. Point seven. So not only is this team getting it done at the plate, but they're also in the circle, and that's that's the strength of this team. So uh, shout out to the to the pitching staff there in uh, in Midwater Stadium. Saturday, they turn around and play two more. The first game against Jacksonville, the run rule that game as well, winning that nine to nothing. Uh, the Tigers opened up that game with nine runs off six hits uh, in the first inning alone. Um, then McCubbin secured the nine to nothing win as she scored her fifth strikeout or recorded her fifth strikeout of the game and improved to three and oh. They wrap up the Clemson Classic in a second matchup with UNC Greensboro. They win this game six to one. Uh, Saturday afternoon. Cagle threw for the full seven innings. She got eight strikeouts. Uh, the redshirt junior improves to 10-1 in the circle um, after pitching her seventh complete game of the season. So um, expectations are high. Expectations are being met with the softball program. Uh, and as, as I mentioned, they're currently playing Charlotte or actually, they will be playing Charlotte here pretty shortly. Uh, that is an ACC game that uh, will be on the ACC network. So um, getting a lot of spotlight this week because um, this week Virginia comes to town. Sunday's game with Virginia is also a nationally televised game on the ACC network. So getting a little bit later start on Sunday with a 4 o'clock first pitch, uh, but that's due to TV scheduling. Um Friday, if played, when it's scheduled, should be at 5.30. Uh, scheduled to play Virginia again at 1 o'clock Saturday, and as we said, 4 o'clock on Sunday. So um, they're now in the point of the season where they're in the meat of their conference schedule. They've looked great so far. Only one loss on the season. It was just a one to nothing loss to... The best team they've played so far, Tennessee, it was a competitive game, controversial call. Uh, but heading into conference play with just one loss, you've won in a variety of ways. You've won those close one-run games. You've also won those blowout uh, wins. Pitching is electric right now. The bats are hot. So uh, you couldn't ask for 
couldn't ask for better momentum, better vibes heading into the conference play here. So big series this weekend with Virginia to keep that win streak going alive at McWhorter Stadium, as well as that undefeated conference record. Before we get to baseball, I want to shout out our sponsor, Pump Monkey Septic Service. Um, you've heard them from the very beginning here on Ball Talk. Um, owned and operated by a Clemson alum who still lives here in the upstate. Um, owner Alan Powell and I are good buddies, and business is business is booming right now for Pump Monkey. Uh, usually when I hit him up with some, some tickets to the Cajun Cafe, he usually... Uh, makes it a point to get over there, but he has been so busy uh, with Pump Monkey that he had to turn down the last two tickets I offered him. So uh, Pump Monkey Septic Service, located here in the upstate, servicing the upstate. Uh, They're very easy to reach uh, on Facebook or Instagram, as well as by phone or text. Uh, You can text them or call them at 864-710-2211. Again, 864-710-2211. 2211 septic service is something that you never think about until you need it. So remember the name, remember the number when the dump's funky, call Pump Monkey. All right, Clemson baseball. As we mentioned, momentum is in the Tigers' favor right now. After dropping the weekend series to rival South Carolina two games to one, um, the Tigers are hot right now. They they follow that up with six consecutive wins. We'll look at some of those, but um, that's the bounce back that you needed after a disappointing uh, series loss to the Gamecocks. It's their second uh, sweep of the season. They swept Georgia State um, three games to nothing. Uh, they... Had a doubleheader on Saturday due to the weather on Sunday. So it was three games of baseball in a short turnaround, and the Tigers delivered. Uh, I'll be totally honest, sitting in the stadium Friday night, watching the Tigers down 8-2 to two for a lot of the game, um, it, it did not look good. Uh, a lot of uh, the stadium found their way to the the exits um it was it was not looking good but trailing eight to two in the eighth inning the Tigers scored two runs on three singles and a walk in the ninth inning led Amick who entered the game as a pinch hitter um led him to the plate where he hit a 446 foot homer to left center and uh, it was Clemson's third walk-off Grand Slam in history and the first walk-off home run since 2021. Uh, I got to shout out this guy sitting uh, out there in right field. He uh, he had been at, I don't know if it was a SOCON conference or if they just had some SOCON teams playing at Floor Field in Greenville, but he had been in Greenville all afternoon, saw the score of the Clemson game. He's like, I'm, I'm driving back to Clemson. He was like, I got to get these guys fired up from the moment. He was there maybe an hour, the last uh, third of the game or so. And from the moment he walked up, he was like, Tigers are coming back and winning this game. And 
he kept saying it over and over and over again. He granted, he said they were going to tie this game. It's going to go to 14 innings, but we're going to win it. Um, now I think he was just telling himself that to keep himself optimistic. No one believed him. But as the game kept going on, the eighth inning rolled around, and the Tigers started piecing this thing together. It started to honestly become comical because uh, obviously we wanted the Tigers to win, and and the the more runs the Tigers score, the more uh, runners in scoring position that they put themselves out there. It uh it it became believable, and um yeah, if you, if you would have asked us them when he walked up, do you believe this guy is uh, Tigers coming back? Absolutely not. We were packing it up, counting it a loss, ready to just take on the double header the next day. And Amit comes up to the plate, bases loaded, and absolutely crushes the ball out of there. I believe it was number one, the right fielder for Georgia State, literally just stood out there in right field for probably two or three minutes, just in disbelief. The rest of his teammates had, had left the field, ran to the dugout. Clemson's out on the field celebrating, and he's just out there just standing, just staring. Um, maybe you heard a few comments from the Clemson fans, but I will say it was the first time they'd heard anything or he had heard anything from any Clemson fans all night. Um, so um, what a, a amazing win Friday night. Literally everything the Tigers needed – to happen in the eighth and the ninth inning happened. Uh, I was telling a couple of people around me, when was the last time that Clemson baseball strung two innings together like that to, to pull off a victory in that fashion? Um, it, it's been a while, uh, but it was, it was so, it was so fun showing up the next, the next morning to help, cook some delicious jambalaya for the double header. Literally everybody that walked up, they were like, I still can't believe last night. And nor could I. It was uh, one of the the more exciting moments in Doug Kingsmore, I feel like, in a long time. Uh, shout out to Amick. He's been hot lately and um, got the win for the Tigers. Uh, then the Tigers, like I said, turn around and have a double header Saturday and Sunday. Um, the, the Tigers scored a lot of runs. They scored nine, uh, in Friday's game, 10 Saturday and 10 Saturday. I must have said Sunday. Uh, so a, a total of 21s, 21s, excuse me, 10, I'm off my game, a total of 20 runs, uh, on Saturday between the two games. Um, they went 10 to two in game one, and then 10-7 to seven in game two of the day, three of the series to get the sweeps. Um, second sweep of the season, like we said, and on a completely different note that has absolutely nothing of an importance to, to baseball and the productivity of the team, but switching it up a little bit with the uniforms. Now, uh, Saturday was out of necessity with it being a doubleheader, so they stuck with the purple jerseys for game three instead of the the normal whites on Sunday. So they had the purple jerseys with the sweep hats, which looked nice. And then uh, the midweek game with Charleston went with the all whites and the all orange cap as well, where you a lot of times see that purple hat with orange bill. So 
mixing it up a little bit with uniforms. Uh, and on that topic with, with Charleston Southern, we've already talked about it. The, the big win uh, against Charleston. Um, familiar there with the coach, former coach of, of, of South Carolina. He's had some success against Clemson. Always a solid program. They're favored to win their conference. Um, but a big win to be able to pull that out in a midweek game against College of Charleston. Uh, the Tigers, they took a one to nothing lead uh, in this series. Um, it's their sixth win in a row and improved to 11 and six. Uh, while the Cougars fall to 11 and five, the two teams will conclude their series uh, later this month in Columbia. I believe it's Segra Park. Um, comes to score three runs in the eighth inning to make that magic happen because they were down. Uh, so you have to like the fight you're seeing out of this team. They're stringing wins together. They're putting the bat on the ball. The pitching is looking better. Um, speaking of pitching, Sunday's second game, I had to listen to this one on the radio back to Greenville, but how about seven strikeouts with Caden Grice in two innings? Or not? can't be two innings. Uh, I guess uh, three and a third. I can't remember exactly what it was, but three consecutive strikeouts the first inning. He came in and was throwing heat. Um, so you like to see him, at least his confidence there on the mound. Still has some work to do at the plate, but Coach is is sticking with him. He was in a DH role uh, against College of Charleston on Tuesday. So uh, hopefully, hopefully Caden um, – can power through this slump and uh, work his way back in the batting lineup uh, consistently. What's next for the Tigers? They have uh, a series with Duke this weekend, first ACC series of the season. Uh, Friday's game, if it goes on as scheduled, will be Friday at 7 o'clock on the ACC Network. Then Saturday at three and Sunday at one. Um, at the time of this recording, Duke is ten and six right now and one and two in the conference. Uh, then next week, the Tigers have two midweek games with Winthrop on Tuesday at home, and then they hit the road to Kennesaw State uh, to play uh, play them Wednesday at six o'clock. So another uh, five game week for this baseball team. They started this win streak on a five-game week, so uh, really look forward to to that. Um, again, busy, crazy schedule for myself personally. I'll get the chance to go out Friday, weather pending. I will not be at Saturday and Sunday's game, so um, really looking forward to listening and following along on the radio broadcast. Um, and, and y'all on Twitter, y'all y'all hit nachos and analysis up. And uh, keep me informed while I'm down at the beach working this weekend. So um, that's it for episode seven. Um, I'm hoping this video comes out all right for those y'all watching on YouTube. I don't know if it's my internet or my camera or what, but just randomly the the, the camera, the video just kind of lags. So uh, still working out the kinks with video, uh, but appreciate all of those that have been watching online. Um, it's probably not any surprise, but, uh, the South Carolina episode with Chris Phillips and Monty Lee, our biggest watched episode on YouTube, 
<clears throat> for obvious reasons. Uh, got shared by a lot of Gamecocks. So, uh, but follow us, like us, subscribe on all these platforms, and we appreciate you, the listener, for checking in with us each week. Uh, join me next week, and we'll talk some ball. Peace. <laughs>